This one is, no, this is six. This is, okay, so here's the deal. This is episode, we did episode five, like, a long time ago. And then on two separate occasions, we tried to record episode six, and each time there was technical difficulty, and they were different technical difficulties each time. I think it's funny that the first time we recorded it, we decided that episode six would be the lucky episode. Yes, that's right. You were like, this is our good luck. And it started actually a train of bad luck, which I hope to God does not continue onto this episode. Um, so this is like six slash eight. And seven, the universal lucky number, it doesn't exist. No, we can say it'll exist next time. Sort of time. metaphorical. It's hidden. It's a secret episode. It's hidden. Now there's a concept. Premium concept. Secret ep. I like that. Um... We've now discussed this two times, but you all don't know because it's gone into the ether. So we did a Q&A uh, several days ago. It was my first Q&A. This it was, was a live stream. It was a live stream. Right, know. right, right. This wasn't like it. Whoa. Dear God. <laughs> this wasn't like a Reddit AMA or anything. No, no AMAs yet. We're not that famous yet. Uh, it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. We had so many questions, so many fun people. Uh, I would say that in the future, if you don't get a chance to ask us questions on there, but you have some questions, you know, hit our, co- leave a comment, li- hit our DMs, get a, get at ArsonDoer on Twitter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't think you have a DMs. I have Instagram DMs. Um, don't come at me in my DMs. Um, don't come at me with things that aren't about the podcast, yeah. unless you're my friend. Yeah. Stay, stay away from that. <laughs> um... Last time, what was super disappointing to me, honestly, the first episode that we lost, episode six, was like, it was it was solid. It was a solid ep. It was a little bit, upon editing it, it I found it a little like, it was meh. But our last episode was a banger. Emma, why was it special? Um, so for the last episode, I came in with the concept of doing a call-in episode right. um, inspired by my own viewing of the Frasier television series. I forgot about that. It was based on Frasier. Um, and we had many friends of the pod call in. Oh, so many. We had a lot of really just a delicious little tasting of different issues. We had like some awesome people come in with some awesome takes just about like on their own, just like who they are. Um a real smorgasbord and of universal dilemmas. So many interesting points, uh, nice people, uh, as Emma said, friends of the pod. And I want to assure that the, to those people that we will do another call-in soon, and uh, we will never lose your voices again. Your voices will be heard. <laughs> um, our bad. Uh, so that was super fun. We'll do that again next time. Should we, like, I was going to ask you this question. In the future, like, should we just do regular eps and then, like, put in a call-in and, like, like not a not a specifically a call-in ep? Yeah, I like but that. But just, like, yeah, just, like, if someone all of a sudden has something to say. We could have a hotline. Yeah, right, right, right. Just a, just a going hotline. My thing is, how do they know when we're recording? Well... Or, do, no, they can, I can set it up so they can leave voicemails. That could be fun. That could right? be really fun. Right, and then fun. we could check. We could check the juxtaposer's voicemail. There, 
juxtaposer's voicemail along with like a it could become like kind of like a reactions kind of thing yeah i like that you that know what i'm gonna set that up juxtapose the juxta the juxta line um Poser's so line we'll work on the name if you're a fan um check my twitter i will post a telephone number that you can use yeah and leave us a voicemail if you have questions comments concerns um anything i mean really? we'll take anything um anything definitely hot and spicy takes um hot and spicy takes we like uh, i mean no hate speech don't be don't hateful. leave hate speech on our voicemails. no you know there's spice and then there's hate right they're different and one is good and one is bad all right spice is cool spice um, is nice edge is fine to some degree spice is life no hate yeah we are not about the hate or like racism or anything i that's definitely hate I consider <laughs> I, I put that under hate. Now there's a spicy take. Spice racism equals hate. That's kind of like a mild, like a butter chicken level spice. But it's it's you know that's my take. White people spice. That's exactly racism what it is. Racism is the white people spice. It's the white people spice. White <laughs> people spice. Writing that one down. Oh, that reminded me of something interesting. Well, I I don't know. I I have a ton of so we haven't recorded other than these other two failed episode sixes we haven't recorded in like a while that's right i got topics galore i got things that i i'm bursting at the seams trying to talk about these things i'm relieved to hear that you got some you got some stuff i have some stuff i'm gonna treat mine as sort of a filler to yours i suppose because it sounds like you're a little bit more enthusiastic here i'm it's the middle of the day we're coming to you live from sunny new york city it's a beautiful day out um I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I got a little bit of allergies, so I apologize to listeners for that. Yeah. Um, it, I will try to restore my vocal cords to their, to their smooth deliciousness. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. It were. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in I've, the meantime, bear with me. Nasal voice is, you know, the least of problems in many ways. All right. Um, all right. This is, like, not, like, a super original thing to talk about on a podcast, okay. I assume. Again, I don't know. But... I originally, so I originally was a very offline person. I still would say that I am, but I have, I'm doing some online things right now and I wanted to come to the table with some cool trendy things. It's fun. Let me tell you guys, it's fun as an offline person once in a while to dip into the online and just like I can get a taste and then be like, all right, I'm out now. <laughs> um, which That's is a very I, healthy way of going out. Yeah. Just dip your toes in. Just, just kind of take the temperature, see what the sitch is. And dip on out, and I that's like it. I'm 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 in the toe dipping phase right now. I'm watching a show. You can't let yourself get sucked in. No, right? and I think it's easy to. It's oh, easy it's very to. easy to. Um, but just a little dip is healthy. Agreed. Um, I am watching a show on Netflix right now that's like super hot, uh, and Emma, we haven't even talked about it. I'm super curious if you're watching it as well. Have Ooh. you been watching Tiger King? Oh my God, I haven't. I I don't even been, know what this is about. I know, and you've been seeing about it everywhere, right? I've been right? seeing it. Freaking everywhere. Everyone's got the spicy takes. Everyone's got the freaking... I don't know. You know, I don't, you know what's... It's about like a zoo? I'm going to tell you what it's about. Okay. But before I do that, let me just tell you. I'm going to tell you what Tiger King is about. But okay. first, I just want to preface it by saying a little bit more on the, you know, the offline online thing. Right. It's... There have been like... I could count on one hand in my life the number of times that I have watched a hot television show while it is still hot. Yeah. Like, I started watching, uh, you know, Breaking Bad when it was over. I started watching House of Cards when it was almost over before the Spacey situation. Right. Like, like, and what I... To watch something that is so hot at the time that it is so hot 
is really such a wonderful experience. It explains to me why people are so into the TV trends, and I almost feel that it supersedes the content itself. Now, Tiger King, mm. Tiger King is is this a, is a really, reality show, right? It's a documentary. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm going to explain it to you and give you some of my takes. I'm only on episode three, so here's the thing. This is made by Netflix. Netflix makes these documentaries that once in a while come out, and they're always kind of the same in this way. The, did you see which one? Did you see the one about like the guy who like graffitis penises? Did not. see It's that. like a fake documentary. It's oh, really it's funny. Okay, but it's, it's a, like it's like very interesting. It's really funny. It, I totally forgot what it's called, but it's like making fun of the like making a murderer, and it's just about like a high school where they found this like one graffiti dick and like. And they investigate it? Yeah, but it's like, it takes itself really seriously. That does sound funny. It is really funny. The making a murderer thing. Or like serial or whatever. It's like, oh man, I can't can't get with people who like are so into that kind of stuff. It just, it's laughable. Here's, let me me give you the formula of a successful Netflix documentary. Okay. You have a story. It always starts the same way. American Vandal. American Vandal, I'm writing it down. Write it down. Okay, continue. American Vandal. Uh, also, Netflix, uh, pay us. Yeah. Um, You've got the money. Yeah. Netflix, you have the money. You will approve pretty much any content. Give us a show. Give us a special one. Now, not? there's an idea. That's a, that's a, that's a way to <laughs> feed our grandchildren, right? Netflix, hit us up. Also, Bang Netflix is, digital. like, losing touch. It's losing popularity. People are saying, Netflix, where's the good content? Netflix will approve pretty much anything, as far as I can tell. Right? Netflix, we're right here. Netflix, we're not you're going anywhere. interested in quality content... Bang our digis. <laughs> I um, like that you've adopted that. Makes so, me really happy. Yeah, I really I really like that. <laughs> These, they always start the same way. Literally, okay. they start the same way. There's always someone that sits down, puts on their, like, Lavelle mic, and so you're like, oh, this is really, like, breaking the fourth wall. And they sit down and they go, well, I, I guess I should start at the beginning. Huh? <laughs> always. And this is like, keep in mind, this is like an eight-part series. And they're like, well, I guess the, I guess the beginning would be the best place to start, huh? <laughs> I mean, like, it isn't incorrect. No, it's not. But it's like the first time you see it, you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm getting behind the scenes while I'm watching the thing. They're getting vulnerable here. And on like the fifth time that they do it, you're like, all right, this is a little, this style is a little much. So they start it like that. You learn about the characters and then like through like the eight episodes or however many episodes, there are all these crazy ass twists. Okay. Um... That happen, and in the end, and I haven't even gotten to the end of this series yet, so I don't know if they're gonna do it, but I bet they will. In the end, they Netflix sort of sides with the person that you wouldn't expect them to side with. Oh yeah. So this is what happened with Wild Wild Country. Did you watch? <coughs> God bless you. No, that's the cult one, right? That's the cult yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one end, I've been like actually meaning to watch. And that one was good, and it's exactly the same way. Someone sits down, they're like, ah, oh, where to begin? And then, like, at the end, you're sort of like, oh, I kind of feel like the cult was right and the white people were wrong. And, <laughs> okay. like, that's, like, the whole point. And you're sort of like, oh, wow. Come on, this is a cult of color? Uh, sort of. Epic. It's complicated. That's kind of base. Well. It was super interesting, though. I, it, I totally recommend it. So I've got some hot takes that I won't elaborate There's, on there but oh yeah you sure you don't want to elaborate I'm on that absolutely sure i don't want to <laughs> all right uh i hope to bring those in later um, well anyway here's what this one is about up to episode three i'm going to try and summarize as much as possible there is a th- apparently thriving although less so than it was 10 years ago like market for big cats like like as pets in america as pets uh, well like private owners okay in like the south especially um, there is one guy 
who goes by the name of Joe Exotic. He's been doing this for like these cats and stuff. He's been doing it for I don't know how long, like twenty years. Um, he's just this incredibly like redneck looking guy. He's gay, um, which is already yeah. Hold on, this is something I didn't know. He's a gay redneck uh, with a giant zoo that he runs. It's a private zoo full of like tigers that he breeds and collects. Is and he a poacher? No, well, no, because he's not like going out and getting them. He, I, he bought because the, people can just buy them in the south apparently, and it, it was especially true in the nineties. Know that? So he just bought a couple and then just kept buying them or breeding them. Okay. And then what you learn is that like there are plenty of people like this. There's one guy. He his his situation. He like hires like kind of like down on their luck people to like do it. Um, and like super like outcast people like drug addicts and whatever and there's like this one girl who's like like very like like a lesbian and then she lost her arm to a tiger while they were like showing the tigers Whoa. to people and then she just like came into work like the next day and she's like man like whatever like fuck it like i'm not you know i still love the tigers and then his like contemporary no like his like the person who sort of taught him is this guy in south carolina who's been doing it for a while who has a much fancier operation but the same thing okay um and he like grew up in like some indian cult but he's a white dude and now he like he basically along with the tigers runs like a sex cult and like he has like five quote-unquote wives um they all live with him he like sucks people in he brainwashes women like young women brainwashes them and like it's super weird so that's like a whole don't love that yeah and then there's a question of if he euthanizes the cats after they're like young because they're a liability um they get paid all the women get paid like a hundred dollars a week joe exotic pays his people like 150 dollars a week they feed the animals like roadkill but some of and they like expired meat from grocery stores but then like his workers get paid so little that they have to eat some of the grocery store expired meat too joe exotic has two husbands he okay. had one originally and then some young guy comes and he's like i want to marry this one but it gets even crazier and again i've only seen to episode three um both of these people are being taken on by this woman that uh, runs Wait, this both thing. of... Both of these, like all, like, all of these, like, independent private zoo places. So the guy that runs the sex cult, too. Yes. Okay, got it. And they're all being taken on by this woman that runs this quote-unquote non-for-profit or whatever called Big Cat Rescue. Okay. That's, like, a sanctuary. Except she does literally exactly the same thing that they do. Oh, my God, She just okay. keeps them. And she, she was, like, a breeder and buyer in the 90s and then, like, supposedly became this, like, sanctuary person. She doesn't pay anyone anything. They're all like volunteers, all of her workers. Um, all this crazy stuff. And then the, basically the second or maybe it was the third episode is like all about how her late husband, she has a new husband now. They're very weird. Her original <laughs> husband disappeared in the 90s. Okay. Uh, he was super rich. She was not. She inherited all his money. And like she was like his, uh, his uh, what is it, mistress, married him. Took, he dies all of a sudden, takes all of her money. And then basically that entire episode is like everyone close to them going through how they think that she fed him to the tigers. Jesus. Yeah, with like fairly reasonable evidence. Like like pretty too, believable. No, hold on. There's too many layers here. And this is episode three. So this I'm is episode you, three? This is how Netflix document. They're very good at this. They find these stories that are like super weird with like so many twists. Jesus. And then every episode they're just like throwing twists at you like punches. Um, this show is totally crazy. Oh, now I, I guess I would it. recommend it, but I kind of bring it up because I was like watching this and I was like, 
how can we make contents that throw crazy twists mm. like this, right? Like we, you know, we need to learn. Well, from reality this kind of is thing. stranger than fiction. That's exactly what the premise of these right. things is. Reality, it's totally insane. Man, I he he had like a Joe Exotic is like such like this. He has a country album. He makes country music about it. Uh, he's in this super like petty war with the lady. He made a music video with a lookalike of her feeding meat to tigers and pretending it was her husband, Holy like while singing country music in the back about like his gay husbands. Like it's totally oh nuts. My God. He had a producer making a show for him, and then he like found out that he wasn't gonna get enough money from it, and like probably torched his studio like it was arson we don't know who did it. like it's oh totally God. nuts shout out to hashtag arson doer on <laughs> twitter so anyway that was my like unnecessarily long recap of the series if you watched it you probably didn't even need to hear all, all that bomb. this is matt's culture corner <laughs> this is my culture this is me sharing my excitement with what's hot in the world with you although you probably listener yeah. already know anytime and i get around to, to this stuff it's always way too late and i know i'm talking about it but now it's still like in memes and stuff that's what's so exciting about it huh this show was totally crazy reality is stranger than fiction we need to think about how we can bring some crazy twists into our content i mean that's what appeals about the initial epstein stuff like that's why people were like and then there's this connection to like you know this old xfb like whatever it's like that that's the insane part about it and that's also because like those are the people that are like ruling our current government but system but the, this is different entirely this, this is, is different because that's all like conspiracy right. theory which this it is may actual... not be wrong but this is literally like this is not like a conspiracy it's yeah. like this person is like just an insane character oh, it's just these insane people basically. well we would need to leave new york we would need to leave new york that's probably right i mean the thing about it is it's like so obvious like obviously people who have yeah. a passion for privately owning several large exotic mammals that's not, gonna yeah those are burn something they're gonna be weird people interesting they're gonna be very unique people and good interactions like just totally crazy interactions crazy people doing crazy things um i mean the, the, it writes itself literally well literally. here's an idea um, if you have any knowledge of some kind of strange, surreal web okay. of this kind of thing going on in your hometown with yeah. your mom's friend, yeah. anything. Something spicy. Give us a little synopsis. Hit us Hit us up. Leave it on the timeline or on the, <laughs> Banger on the voicemail. Um, yeah, on the, yeah, on the hotline. Pay us for airfare. Yeah. And we will fly out to investigate for ourselves. We have portable microphones, folks. We can go anywhere. They're very portable, too. They're tiny. We can go anywhere. We will come and find you. Uh, Hotel fee would be nice as well. Hotel fee, maybe Maybe like one really nice dinner. Yeah, yeah. One really nice dinner or like two or three. You can recommend us where to go. We'll let you do that. I love Red Lobster. I'm not above... (laughs) Red Lobster is like luxury to me. We'll do Applebee's. I'm not above fast food. I'm not either. You know, we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Everyone's got Beyond Meat now. Yeah, Beyond... Yeah, we're... we're, I'm for it. It's a new new day, folks. And we want to fly out. This is going to be like the MTV series Catfish, except... So oh much God, more please. fun, uh, fascinating, and sellable to Netflix rather than MTV. I want one of our listeners to catfish us somehow. I welcome being catfished. The first l- listener yeah. to catfish us 
um, gets free access to our top Patreon tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please you, catfish us. Catfish of the pod. Catfish of the, of the pod. pod. Yeah. Try it. Uh, we welcome it. That would be so cool. I fucking That's, dare you. You know what? We kind of did get catfished. How? I will remind you how. We did a Q&A, as I said, and during that, who was it? Sailor, <laughs> some, some Twitter celebrity. No. Who um, was it? Okay, boomer. Oh, the okay, the supposedly the okay <laughs> boomer girl, which like her handle was like okay boomer girl. Yeah, which is not her. This is Nico Lol. There you go. And she like <laughs> she cringy. came on our chat, and we were like, oh look, it's the fake, it's a fake okay boomer girl. And she was like, no, no I'm, I'm the girl. girl. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, okay. And she was like, like, I have the blue tick, she was motherfuckers. Like, check my blue check. Check my blue check. We were like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so we got lightly catfished. but We also was... did have the real Aaron Sorkin in the chat. Or is the that... real Sorkin Aaron. We had Sorkin Aaron. Uh, we don't know. We assume that that is not actually Aaron Sorkin. I would believe that it was Sor- Sorkin Aaron, though. I would believe that it was Aaron Sorkin because I could believe that Aaron Sorkin goes on these live chats to hear how people talk <laughs> and then goes to like write his stupid, his stupid thing. His talks. stupid fucking dialogue, which which sounds so Aaron, so pretentious and so unbelievable. <laughs> But I can imagine that he spent ruined, his days doing this. Ruined the Democratic Party forever. Literally, that now, show, oh my god. Now people just vote on, like, how closely politicians can mimic Aaron Sorkin dialogue. He absolutely <laughs> is the worst. I like, would like someone to impose our podcast, little snippets from our podcast, some of the funnier bits onto one of the West Wing walk and talks. Oh my god. Because I think that would just be hilarious. I think I could see a new show coming out in like about like podcast culture. Oh well that did happen with the that Jeff whatever his name was show. But that's gonna come out and it's gonna be an Aaron Sorkin show and we're gonna be watching it and he's just gonna have lifted some of our dialogue (laughs) with some extra like, well maybe you should go fuck yourself. (laughs) Like super Sorkin y cringy shit. I can't wait. Aaron Sorkin is cringe. I wish I could do a better impression, but like I, I don't have the mental capacity anymore. It's, like, it's been too long. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't like impersonate his dialogue. But it's so weird how as soon yeah. as you hear it, you know it's an Aaron Sorkin. Oh, show. absolutely. Like it's so, but not in a good way. Not in like ah oh, that cool signature thing. You're just like, God, these people are so smarmy and <laughs> condescending and just awful. It sounds like you just took like every one-liner book that's ever yeah. been published yeah. and generated like an AI with yeah. all of them in a database and then just put them sassy AI. Yeah. A program by Aaron Sorkin. Sassy AIs that went to Stanford. I just just as we insulted Seth Rogen, <laughs> Aaron, come on the show. Fuck Aaron Sorkin. Defend your honor. Um you know, prove us wrong. Come on the show, though. <laughs> uh, definitely. Don't come to our house, but you can call in any time. You can come to our house. At Sorkin Aaron. I'll invite Fuck him. Fuck ass. Fuck um, ass Aaron Sorkin. Thank that, you for your compliance. God, he's just awful. Anyway, yeah, catfish us right. And <laughs> give us some cool stories, and we will fly out with the twists. I had another point, another idea, Emma, which is, you know, a big part of this series oh the craziest part about this show this is the last thing i'm going to say about the show and they established this from the beginning okay joe exotic is currently in prison because he like hired someone to kill the lady he like hired an assassin now hold on yeah what happened why uh because she well we're learning that but she's so crazy and she fed her husband to tigers i mean she's crazy we don't know yet 
I suspect that by the end, Netflix will have me on the side with paying to get her killed. Okay. I think that that's their hot. But anyway, feuds, like, because they have this, like, year-long petty feud where they go back and forth. It's totally intense. We need a juicy beef. And I think <laughs> there's only one person that we can have it with that will be incredibly juicy. I don't think I need to tell you who this is. Now, hold on. I think you, I think you do. <laughs> It's I'm someone that you confused. sort of already have an online beef with. Let's put it this way. Whoa. Three Twitter blocks. Oh, goodness. We need to take him on. We need to get petty. People don't care about Paul him, Scalis. All right. Well, they care about him more than anyone else that has any interaction I with I sent you that just, like, absolutely tasty, scrumptious little video of him being like... Oh, my God. It's so He's good. Nuts. He's like... He's so cool. He's just like, he, he's like, I'm the greatest writer alive. You've got in the sky, Lindy on your phone. What are you going to do? You're going to read a book? What book are you going to read, yeah. bro? <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. That's just what the, the absolute wilderness, the savagery in his eyes. Just, I, I, I haven't seen it before in, <laughs> in a non-purposeful way. I was shocked by what he looks and sounds like. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean to be superficial, but he just looks like a... He looks like a He's dude a that runs like a man. He looks yeah, he looks like a guy that runs like a beverage distributor in Staten Island. Right? He's got a little is, high like nasally voice. Yeah, a harsh like Brooklyn accent. He's like very um he's a very interesting man and I would like to have a uh a like really deep relationship with him on this show that goes both good and bad. I you know. Do you want to talk about the apartment thing? that happened (laughs) there's nothing really to talk about i asked him to be on his stupid podcast which is by the way not even a podcast it's got no production value it's got no editing he just live streams and calls it a lindy cast and he does it like three times a week and the whole time he's like yeah this is the only media on this website that's worth reading and then he says nothing else um anyway whatever it doesn't i'm not mad um but i asked to be on it and he was like yeah come to my brooklyn apartment and then i was like i don't really want to do that but uh predatory (laughs) that sounds predatory Uh, oh yeah very creepy oh for sure similarly upsetting is how can you do a podcast and not even bother to edit it i mean as the guy that edits our podcast podcast. i mean him being like stupid that's like personally offensive to me um paul paulie so has he uh, here's one thing though has he written it like a book I, like, one. You ask me this every time. I know, but I don't even, like, <laughs> like I don't understand who this man is. I don't, no one does. Holly, um. But I do, here's the thing. Yeah. I do think it's awesome of him to call himself the world's greatest writer and then not read any books and then tell other people to not read books. That is pretty cool. Although that is basically like me saying that we are making the greatest podcast ever and I've never listened to a podcast. Although you but have. he's telling you not to read books. Like, even his. That's oh, you know what? I know that he's written multiple books because there was a moment in time where he was blocking people that didn't send him confirmation that they had purchased his books on Amazon. That's hilarious. I would like to find a way to somehow, yeah, coerce people into listening to our content. And, like, the effort that that must have taken is insane. To have to like, check everyone. He has, like, 10,000 followers. Like, he was going one by one there for a hot second. I mean, let me uh, let me pose something to you here. All right. A beef ladder. A ladder of beef. beef. Ladder. We start a little bit lower. We work our way up to Paul. And then the ultimate target is the most famous uh, engager of our podcast, Ann, Ann Coulter. Coulter. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. 
Fantastic. I love this. Um, who do we then, start with? Who's the bottom rung? Oh, my God. Who do we have beef with? Uh, Theo. <laughs> uh, paintball. Uh, I don't think either of them actually listen. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's not. Those are not good people. We need to find someone to have beef with. It's we need to problem. find someone who actively hates us instead of just like doesn't know. Yeah, we need. We need <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just come on our show trying to plug their new ambient EP. Like we need someone. <laughs> don't shit on Paintball, man. There, He's a we, friend. Yeah. Okay. We need. <laughs> well, we have some real friends of this podcast, and that's what's hard is that people like it too much. Like we we got yeah. John. John is super fun. I love John um, Pollock. So cool. Soprano came on. It was just you know dropping right. his wisdom. Uh, of course. How can I uh, forget what's his name? Danny Soundbites. <laughs> Soundbites. That's right. <laughs> Danny. So sorry. Uh, by the way, our people will be in touch with your people for more sound bites. Um, we have too many friends and not enough enemies. That's is right. Basically the thesis here. Um, so I know we said no hate on the voicemail earlier, Yeah. but I'm going to make a little amendment. Yeah. Amend that. It can be hate against us. Hate on the pod. I welcome your hate against our content, against our voices against the topics that we discuss i mean say what you gotta say say what you need to say get it off your chest think of us like a little punching bag yeah um we, we want that your hate at the world focus it in right on us get it out of your system yeah no nothing racial no um, nothing racial i would like to avoid anti-semitism as yeah, well as that none of that comes please into play. i've gotten some of that recently damn um, <laughs> regarding our podcast not regarding a podcast just regarding me as a person um that's spicy <clears throat> 2020 folks i mean come on really i mean I don't know. I'd like to think it's not cool anymore, but apparently... I definitely think it's not cool anymore, or ever was, but... But if you want to hate on the things that we're saying in particular, and not on our background, oh, and not what it. we look like, or anything like that... Oh, do it. Take the gloves off. Come at us. Please. I'm begging. But um, it, just nothing, like, no slurs or whatever. Yeah, don't get weird with it. Don't yeah. be weird with it. Just get... Be aggressive, but not hateful towards minorities or anything <laughs> which shouldn't be hard <laughs> we shouldn't even have to say it but we definitely have to say it yeah anyway um, uh come at us we look want out beef. for the voicemail number yeah that's gonna be that, that's basically gonna be super hot but i think also a huge hub for hate mail i'm excited honestly yeah this is a great idea this is awesome <laughs> this is like Wow. So what 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 is the technology there? You leave like a Google number and yeah. then they hit our voicemail. I can line. send them directly to the voicemail box. That's pretty tight. And my then, French like, professor does this like once a week. We have to leave him little voicemails in French. That's kind of dope. And it would be interesting if like someone called and we happen to be because of the frequency that we yeah, record right? these. There is a chance, dear listener, that you may call during a live, well, it's not live, but during during our recording, at which point we'll put you on. You're going to be on. But we're not going to tell you. Well, we have to tell them, we don't have to tell them, but if we're interacting with them, because it's, then it's not a voicemail, they'll probably know. Yeah, I didn't think that through. Um, but in order to hear yourself, you're going to have to listen through all of them. You could... Because you will not know which one you are being recorded on. Here's what we'll do. I will, like, tell you from now on the times at which we're doing these recordings. Right now it's 3.52 p.m. on a Thursday. And if you are good with SPSS, you can just get yourself a little bell curve. 
check the mean, check the T, the chi-square, T-series it, um, and find the greatest average time and day that we record. But you're going to need a large sample size, so you're going to have to listen to a lot. You <laughs> see, this is the strategy. I like it. Um, and be good with statistics and SPSS, probably. I like it. Um, and then, yeah, you will have a chance to be on our show. Uh, we're also thinking about doing another live stream tonight. I think we should just live stream. I got it. You know what? I actually got someone following me on Instagram. Did you really? Yeah. Who is this gimmick? Uh, no, I don't know. Really? What's gimmick's IG handle? I think it's like also just Mr. Gimmick. Shout no, out to Gimmick. Shout out to Gimmick and also uh, DJ Gimmicks in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, is it someone who follows me too? DJ Gimmicks? No, the person who followed you on Instagram. I don't think so. I'm going to... Yeah, let me pull out my phone All right, right now. I have to see this person's name, but it didn't, it wasn't, the name didn't seem like anyone who we've been, it's Nellafet06. Nellafet. Spencer. I do not know. Um, this guy is on private, so I am not following him back, but Nellafet. Shout out to Nellafet on Instagram. And also Ron, Rondino Trondi. Oh no, this is a Korean. No, that's not who it is. So... That was super fun and popular, and uh, yeah, live streams, enjoyable. Um, I enjoy that. We'll do more of those. Please do leave Stay us voicemails. Voicemail This is us. not a bit. Please, for the love of God, voicemail us. Uh, number coming soon. Yeah. Can you generate a number, like, now? Right now? No, I can just... I don't have to set it up further, but I can just use the same one that we used for the call-in episode. Yeah, or, like, tweet it out. Yeah, it's still linked to my account. Um, this is dope. This is a new level of engagement, a new level of, you know, just hanging out with the fans. By the time we record the next one, I'll have it set up and we can record a little, like... That is dope. Arts and, nah, we can record a little juxtaposers hotline, because, you know, like, I don't know. They have ads for hotlines, right? Hell yeah. So a little poser a little... line. Yeah, a I like juxta, ju- The juxta, we'll, we'll work we'll, on that. <laughs> we'll the find a good name. The name is in development. Um, that sounds hot. And yeah, we have a bunch of premium content we need to work on. Uh, right now, our premium content is, is you know, awesome. Uh, <laughs> but we don't have a whole lot of patrons. We don't. Uh, you know, it's slow and steady. Okay. And you know, the more that we have, the better the content will be. Yeah, hell yeah. Because here's, folks, here's a little fact that you learn when you watch things like Tiger King. Mm. You know, they didn't make Tiger King for free. That's right. You need some money. You got to so, spend money to make money. Right. The money that goes in fuels primo juicy content. We can't like, you know, we, we're going to have to pay Ann Coulter something. To we're come talking about labor value here. It's you're paying for your, you're, you're basically giving yourself money because you're paying us to make awesome things that will benefit you as a person and probably lead you to success and wealth later in life. It's a circle. To my stupid little Marxist followers. Yeah. If you've read Capital, you'll know that in order to um, do good marks, you have to subscribe to our Patreon. Good marks. He would have said yes. So you have to say yes. Yes. This is... uh, Shout out to Karl Marx. Shout out to Karl Marx. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out my boy, Karl, who was had such a big ego that when he wrote Capital, he decided to use a K for for the cap because that's his name starts with a K. I know, it's fucked I mean, up of him. That is Lindy. No cap. Um, fucked up. <laughs> speaking of which, Paul Scalis, come at us. Uh, how do we get this guy? Do you think that there's any way that this guy would listen to our podcast? 
Um, you have to like, you really have to talk him up. Like, you have to kiss his ass if you want to interact with him. Let me explain to you. Let me just give you an example of how Patreon money goes to create content. If we had the money from you people, we could rent a pickup truck with giant loudspeakers oh my on the God. back, drive it outside of his Brooklyn apartment, which you probably could get the address to. Oh, I could no doubt get the address behavior. to. Boom. And just blast it at him until he calls the police. I think we should do the, like, say anything. Yeah, it'll be like, say, there you, we can hold it up. I like it. Um, I mean, this is... Throw pebbles at his window. (laughs) Hell yeah. We'll throw, uh, yeah, we can throw pebbles at his window. Uh, you know, pee on his building, whatever. (laughs) Um, and just get super petty about it. But, you know, it, it, being petty isn't free. No. Is is the point. It takes funding. 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 Uh, I'm trying this thing called GeoMining. Okay. Uh, because I saw an ad for it. I don't usually download stupid apps. I feel like this was more of an online thing in like the early 2000s. Probably. This is like the predecessor to Pokemon Go, right? I don't know, but it feels similar to me. Basically, it's like when you move around to certain tiles on the map, you get fake points but the fake points that is to real absolutely money. what pokemon go is except the uh, points are little bees but this squirrels. is like it turns theoretically into actual like you can get like quote like prizes like, no that's cool you can redeem the points and you don't get a lot of points if you don't sign up for the subscription which of course i have not right so working very hard not getting a lot um it will probably take me years to get like a bluetooth speaker which i don't even want or need um <laughs> Yeah, I don't actually really have anything to say about this thing other than that I'm doing it passively, and I don't recommend it. Okay. Um, Matt? Any, anything where someone is like, you know, the walking apps where you walk and you okay, get yeah, money, yeah. or this thing where you mine on tiles, um, you're being underpaid for your value to the company, folks. Okay. Uh, they are using you for lo- location-based data. Marxists are... do not use this app. Yeah, don't. It's counter-revolutionary and it's anti-praxis. I would say capitalists don't use it. Uh, you are working for much less than you're worth, which I guess maybe is a Marxist sentiment. Something. Um. So I am going back to South Korea soon, probably. We'll be continuing our podcast of course. at that time. Uh, that's not going to be any kind of issue. Uh, all of my DJing equipment and stuff is there. And, you know, there's some stuff going on in the world which requires us to stay home a lot. That's all I'll say about it. It's true over there as well. I don't have a lot of time to DJ. Uh, I was thinking because of a question that we had on the well okay let's address this first it was either a question or one of our friends of the pod brought it up on their phone call right people are like podcasting on twitch okay yeah what's, yeah yeah emma what's that what's going on with that what's I that about? i don't even know i don't know i don't know i think it's probably the paul scalis type thing whatever um here's the thing it's not real that's not podcasting that's, that's stolen valor but like it, what if we does it make sense to provide like a live stream of our podcast pre-editing, pre-sound effects on Twitch and people like send us balloons or whatever, whatever they do on Twitch? Um, Does no, that... we'd have to get into, we, we, mm, I think the only way we like actually would make money is if we uh, did gaming, is if we gamed. But there are non-gamer no, I know, Twitchies. But, like, 
But here's the thing. I don't know. It's like it's like when you go to a restaurant and like our mom doesn't like this. She's like, you know, I don't like going to a restaurant and having to cook the food myself. Yeah. With like forms yeah. of cook forms of restaurants that are like. And as someone who lives in Korea, yeah. by the way, an understandable sentiment. I'm yeah. sick of grilling my own meat. Right. Anyway, as you were saying. So things like that, or like you have to like assemble your own salad and then you yeah. pay all the cups of little things yeah. separately. How dare and it's you? It's like I don't want to do the. I'm not like, paying for that. So you shouldn't. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really see how it relates to the Twitch thing. But we're doing we're doing the editing for you. Well, we're doing it for you. My 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 question is: Do we target a new? Do we hit a new target? Do we widen our reach through just like keeping a laptop on while we do this? I mean, I guess, but then we also have to be concerned with like looking nice, and I don't. Oh, is that something that matters in Twitch? Um, I don't know how it is for for dudes, for the guys, but yeah, girls, for you girls, do, like, yeah. Do you hear about that like single mom who had like yeah, the child, yeah, filthy, yeah. yeah. Well, like, that's that's a very real thing. Uh, how's the TikTok thing going? And did you take my advice of trying to appeal to the Chinese market? Oh my god, I didn't. Um, yeah. we didn't even discuss that advice on air, but no, we didn't. I know. Recently, um, a friend of mine said that he had been sent my TikTok many times because Whoa. people thought I had killed it. So, you killed the TikTok? Oh, you yeah. like like in like as in like you did a good job. Yeah. So okay. if you want to see um me killing it yeah. on TikTok, check out the two videos that I posted. You could be the next Emma Chamberlain. You think? She's uh, not really a TikTok person. I don't know you. what she is. I don't either. Um you could be the next TikTok fluencer. Why not? Sure. It's a new world, a new economy. I don't like any. I don't know any of their names. I don't know them either. Do they do sponsorships on TikTok? Can I like Hell hold up like yes. a vitamin supplement and they'll pay me? They'll do anything as long as you have a following. You can get. You'll be in like Fashion Week, like whatever, right? Like, fucking fantastic. You know why not? Uh, that's a whole opportunity for you. And as I said, I wouldn't specifically pivot to the Chinese market, but. <laughs> They got a lot of people over there with a lot of money, um, and yeah, I. You think said they would um, see me as sort of a Caucasian princess of types. They like seeing white blonde people. And I mean, there's the fact. That concept very, very, very much appeals to my ego. Yeah. So look out for that in the future. Oh, um, definitely. I will be absolutely catering to that perception. Learn a little bit of Chinese. I can do Just it. Pop on there, say a couple of words, lip sync to like a Chinese top fifty song top 40 song uh and i think the bucks will like roll in i love to hear it um get some like intense filters too just because they like that kind of thing i don't know why um yeah why not all right like super exciting uh we could i just you know the tick the twitch thing i think it'd be an interesting experiment it's just so much effort also we'd have to like clean the room also i know that would be a little bit (laughs) embarrassing i suppose that in the future they would be fucking shitting on our setup our setup is not attractive in the conventional sense yet the microphone that matthew is using is currently clipped to a standing mirror i think of this as sort of a a larry king setup (laughs) uh it's sort of like i took my inspiration from that but yeah there is no base for it it's DIY. It is clipped on a standing mirror, and it is tiny. But we're being hardcore. Just right know, now. my idol in all of this is Larry King. 
<laughs> yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, it's not an attractive setup, but that's another reason why, you know, the more money we make, I mean, the more... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the word? I don't know. The more potential... legitimate? No. The more potential we will have, the more opportunities we will have uh to yeah to be like cool and whatever and you know make a nice studio and rent to out offer a space. you dear listener the content that you deserve yeah because you do deserve good content you know what else uh on patreon did you know that you can post a live stream i did not know that that's I'm, pretty cool i'm on our patreon right now checking it out you can post a poll you can post a stream do people go on to Patreon and just, like, look at content for free? Like, is there free I content? doubt it. Maybe when we do I our live I don't think that stream, anyone has reason to do that. that because the reason make, yeah. that you, like, part of the reason that you subscribe to a Patreon yeah. is the, like, rush of self-endowment that you feel when That's you, like, awesome. go onto Patreon. You're like, yeah, I paid for this. I can go onto this. I paid for this. This is my, this is yeah, my like, product. Yeah, I own this I own you people. Yeah. So I don't really see anyone doing that otherwise. Um, what is, so YouTube live. Oh my God. I don't know. Because I'm looking at this live stream thing on Patreon and it says you can do it through YouTube live for free and you get an unlisted link and all that stuff. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe today when we do our live stream, we'll do like one laptop with or one. But we would need to have patrons. Uh, yes, that seems <laughs> accurate to me. Uh, damn. Well, we will work Look on that. Look out for it in the future. Why not? Hey, become a patron. How about I like that? It. How that about be nice. just become a patron and we'll, we'll take it from there. Um, you have any interesting topics? I have a few. Okay, what do you got? Um, I would like you to pick a number from one to four. Cool, I like this. Right? Uh, one. The economy. Oh, <laughs> boo, economy. Uh, yeah, always changing, changing now more than ever, focusing on gigs and crowdfunding, join our Patreon. Okay, not That's bad. about what I have to say. That's why I'm talking all this Twitch stuff. What I'm realizing is that uh, as someone who's unemployed and Emma, is, as a college student who will graduate soon, you might learn this too. Mm, the job market not looking good. No, not great. I am sort of thinking outside the box in terms of ways to earn a living. I'm feeling like, you know what? You do some podcasting, you do some twitching, you do some TikToking, and through all of it, maybe you can pull together enough to pay rent. Who knows? Not bad. Right? Just just my concept. My new grift is um, there's this guy that a lot of my friends kind of hate, and okay. I also hate him. And once a month, I block him on every social media, and then he pays me $30 to unblock him, and then I just block him again right after that. That's sick and weird. That's like a Belle Delphine kind of feeling to me. It's Didn't awesome. So I make a lot of money off of that sometimes. How does he pay you? Venmo. Venmo, wow. Um, and I don't have to do anything else besides unblock him for maybe a day, and then I block him again. It's awesome. Pay to unblock. I will not mention him by name because someone will send it to him. How do you um, know this person? Oh, it's just a Philly thing. Um, Very weird. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, shout out if you're listening. Shout out to the unblock guy. That sounds really <laughs> creepy. Would you like me to move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had something in my mind that I was going to move on, but I forgot what it was. 
I have something that you're sort of an expert on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There okay. is one thing. I, this is what I was going to say. I had an idea on how to make money. Um, I am a part-time DJ, and I make some music, and so I get paid to DJ. But right. I was thinking, this is kind of like an old-school way to make money, because I can't actually upload most of my mixes onto the internet because they are uh, copyrighted and stuff like that, and I get okay. flagged. And none of my things that I produce could ever make money because it is 100% samples that are, not, of course, not cleared. That seems like that's on you. Yeah, so what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm just going to put those things onto super cheap, like, one gig USBs and sell them for, like, five bucks. Nice. Which is, like, going back to, yeah, going back to, like, 2,000, like, mixtapes. Not bad. Um, Just pedal them on the street. Sort of a nostalgic moment. And this is something, by the way, that, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I am sort of a millennial. It's like I'm I'm offline. Mm. I like to sell physical things. Okay. You know, I'm totally into this Patreon and like people giving us money for digital contents, but the hand to hand is a is a comforting thing to me in a way. I can see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, can see I that. give you something, you walk away, we put it in your pocket, you give me the money. Bing bing bang boom. There's okay. some sort of like communal There's a more communal aspect to it with your your cultural product as an extension of yourself. Yeah, that's part of it. And it's just a little more trad. It's a little trad. It's physical exchange is trad. Physical ex- exchange, trad. Uh, I do think that the economy is going in the way of digital exchange. It mm. has been for about 20 years, but I'm just saying it now. Mm, I like physical. I like. I keep a trad. I like physical. All right. What Matthew was- says return to tradition. Yeah. Return uh, with a V instead of a U. Oh, re- re- okay. Return. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. It's like a Roman thing. Yeah. What was your thing that you were going to mention? Well, here's something. Um, and I don't know much about the subject, but if mm. I recall correct, you yeah. historically are an expert in this academic field. Okay, bring, bring it. And that is Che Guevara. Uh, yes. Uh, I did a project on him uh, when I was in sixth grade. Uh, and that would have been... 2006. 2006. 2006 to 2007. Uh, it, about 14 it went years to, ago. 14 years ago. It went to History Day, um, and I remember exactly none of it. National History Day. National that. History Day, well, only the New York Division did oh, not okay. make it past that. I, State History Day. Uh, basically only leveled up once, but yeah, but you liked what I had. Uh yeah, Ooh, I have absolutely nothing to say about it because I remember, other than that, because I remember literally nothing. Uh, motorcycle well, that's a diaries. great disappointment to me. Yeah, I am far from an expert on Che Guevara. But one thing that I will note is that when I was a child, around that, up until around that time, and maybe for you as well, you used to see far more people on the street wearing the shirts. Yes. And yes. they're not there anymore. That was sort of an interesting cultural moment because those would also be sold by like the like you know, the guys on the streets and whatever. Totally, totally. And like, I don't know if that was like an ideological. Like, I don't know if there were a lot of like tankies. If there were a lot of tankies, um, that were buying T-shirts back then that aren't now. But well, it, it was weird because like. When, when that was happening, when that was a big thing, yeah. that was right, late 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, uh, until then, 
it's not like that was like soon after he died. Right. No. Like, Forty years, and people were still feel like why? Why was? Why were they who feeling drew that it? Pi- was that like the Obey guy who drew that picture? I don't that- think so. No. See, I know. If it was like a bank, if it was like an artist person that did that, I would understand. But I don't know if it was like an ideological thing. I don't know. I, don't what know it, if I it think was it like- was. I think it was for people who were like very on a very, uh, very superficial level liked yeah. the idea of communism. Yeah, I don't I know don't what know. the equivalent. I guess the equivalent now is just listening to Chapo. Well, podcasts. I Are think the new would t-shirts. be yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we should make merchandise so that people uh, can because that's like a huge way that these podcasts yeah. and YouTubes and Twitches make money. Apparently, one of the friends of the pod has said that she would buy a T-shirt if we made them. So, oh man. Uh, well. What's cool about Patreon is that you can make goals for people. Mm. So, like, say, like, if you have, like, if you make a certain amount of money in a month or, like, you have a certain number of patrons, then you do something. So, I would say, yeah, we can set a goal about cranking out Mercho. It needs to be a really cool t-shirt that people could wear even if they don't listen. Yes, like people 100%. need to see it on their friends and be like, "Oh, that's cool. We're at a cop." And like because it it it's circular. It becomes marketing. I think it's annoying point. when podcast merch has like dumb, stupid little phrases on it, like the like comedy bang bang. They're like, "Oh, like hang hang man," and it's stupid because it's like it's like, "Oh, hey, like I also listen to that," but that happens like once a week, and then you have a conversation with someone who sucks. Because your t-shirt is, like, some yeah. niche bullshit. No, it's going to have, like, a little JP in the corner. And other than that, it's just going to be a really cool t-shirt. I like that idea. Because right? I wasn't sure, like, I was, you know, we, even as a even as a beginning podcast, we already have quotables. We have, like, little inside jokes. Um, and I was like, is that what we need to put on a t-shirt? But you're basically saying, avoid that. Hundo I, P. I think it's been done. And I think it's annoying cultural signaling. Cringe. And I think all of our listeners are too cool for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. They just want to wear dope shit. They just want cool shirts, and why would we not want to provide that? I want them to end up on Grailed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want, we could just become like a streetwear revolution, and then, by the way, it started from a cast, check out our podcast and our Patreon. That's a great idea. That would be an awesome story. Um, Gonna be hard to do, but I definitely believe it's possible. Um, so I'm going to write that down, along with cranking out primo content. Exciting. Hot teas and X plus plus merch. We should only offer t-shirts in like 3XL. Mm, what will the women wear? I, I actually don't know what the reasoning behind that is. I guess there isn't <laughs> any, so I take it back. Uh, we will have a full range of sizes. I am sorry for wasting your time. Um, for the, for, no, that's a good call. Um... The guys can have t-shirts. The women will have those, like, little house on the prairie dresses that were popular for, like, months. That's gangster. I really like those. I totally forget what they're called. The flower what print the kind of thing? What the hell are those called? Those are super big in Korea. Where really? They were, they were last summer. Can you get me one? I can, but they're incredibly crap quality. Something just, like, sack, melt right? And wash. I don't know. I think I just think I just know them as like flower dresses. Yeah, but like the really them. like old school like frontier ones. We should. God, that shit's awesome. We should like instead of shirts. Well, okay. We should come up with like a dope symbol that has very little to do with our podcast, maybe nothing. Okay. That would appear on a shirt, but then like 
some people will like sell out of the shirts in like a day because they'll be like like Yeezys, like hot item. Right. And then we can offer like a kit where you can just paint the symbol on your body. Awesome. But it's actually just paint. Awesome. And it's sort of like a do-it-yourself. It's basically that thing that we were just abhorring, the cook your food yourself. Yeah. We could sell a t-shirt kit. You it's sew different. the shirt yourself. We'll just sell it. You, we'll send you a swath of fabric, uh, a little transfer, iron-on transfer thing, and you can figure it out yourself. I dig it. That's really cool. I believe in you. Right? You can do it. Just like a FedEx envelope full of scraps. That's awesome. And sew whatever you can sew. That's awesome. Like I like we, it. If you have a sewing machine tight, if not, we'll toss in a needle and like a yard of thread. You know, if you return up, to tradition, this is trad. This is this aggressively is absolute trad. trad. I mean, you if all you can, come I want out you of to it, have it in an embroidery loop, and I oh, want you to be cross. Loop would be I tight. want you to spend a month cross stitching it, purling and crocheting, and uh, honestly, if we if you end up with a pillowcase out of it. That's I on did you, not see friend. Phantom Thread, but I wanted to have a Phantom Thread vibe. Phantom Thread? What is that about? It's it's the movie with the guy, it's Daniel Day-Lewis, and he, like, designs people's costumes, and he has, Whoa. like, a little secret thread in it that conveys something. But it's very, it's very I've old school, it's very trad, it's very in my life. Victorian candles or whatever the fuck. This is super trad, it's a DIY it. thing, it's environmentally safe. It's punk! It's, this is aggressively punk. This is punk, and it's anti-consumerist. And you know what? It's Ian Mackay. You know, I don't know that guy. But what I will say about this is, you know, all the other podcast merch, shirts, whatever, when you buy it and you're wearing it on the street, what you're showing to the world is, the only thing about yourself you're showing to the world is, I listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you buy It's also merch, a desperate cry for any kind of social interaction. Yeah, and you're cringe. Like, you don't have friends. But if you buy our DIY thing... What you're showing people is, A, I do listen to the podcast, if, by the way, you recognize it. If not, it doesn't matter because... Because I don't care. You know, we don't, no one gives a fuck, okay? But the other thing that you're showing is my stitchery level is right. here. Right, Here's right, right. how good of a garment I can make. Um, and even if it's shit, you're still... It's just information. <laughs> it's personal information. I can only turn this into, like a sash around my arm. That's all I can do. I love this. I mean, this I is love huge. This. this is some next level business. And also, this is an entirely new way of creating merchandise that we can trademark for other people to use. Yes. Uh, we are going to patent this. Because um, this is fucking genius, Matthew. I'm wondering, should we like cut this and move it to primo content? I don't like, know. Uh, I mean, no, because I want people to feel motivated to subscribe to the Patreon so they can have access to purchasing this product. Because actually, yeah, that is a good point. Right. And the other thing that I want to say, because we are approaching the end of our one hour slot, I feel like I have like a lot more things that I actually save. They're a little bit spicier. Uh, what do you say we like choppo it up? <laughs> continue on and uh the rest is primo contents because i i actually have some things that i saved that i i didn't want to sprinkle on the audience just yet all right i'm for um, it until then until uh, next our time free listeners thank you as always for your ears oh and if you joined us for our q a that's happening tonight oh yeah looking back thanks so much and thank you for your insightful and interesting mind expanding questions that you've brought to the table so that one i'm thinking about definitely this time i'm going to record the audio from the q a okay. and that's going on the patreon Smart. I like um it. just you know just something to have there sure. and uh yeah any last minute shout outs to anyone 
I have a shout out. I shouted it out last time, but the technical thing. Uh, I've been releasing a lot of music recently on my SoundCloud. It's Matt Lowe, M-A-T-T-L-O. Um, I'm promoting that, but more importantly, shouting out the guy who did the cover art for most of it, my man Pablo. He's in Korea. I don't believe that he speaks great English. I don't know. I don't think so. We only ever speak in Korean. Um, I don't see any reason he'd listen to this, but he's an incredible artist. He did my thing for basically the price of a bowl of noodles uh, because I'm buying him some noodles when I get back. And uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, one love. I love I love the artist, man. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Korean Pablo. Thanks, Pablo. Um, that's my only shout out for I've now. I've got nothing to shout out. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you people that aren't getting shouted out. <laughs> As always, thanks a lot. And uh, I'll leave it to Danny Soundbites. <laughs> Danny Bites. Subscribe. Share. Post. Support. Click. Listen. Hey. Stop the posers.